DJ Quan Radio. With hip hop lives. Drop it. Want to be heard on the nonstop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musically 212 at gmail.com. This is nonstop radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or a publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects, and that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. Don't touch that dial. It's the Mid-Morning Rush Show with Emilio Wagbar. I woke up with the ending in my head. I looked into the future, how could I forget? Regret's a thing I never Gentlemen, was really good. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How you living? How you feeling out there, folks? And welcome back to today's show. It's your boy Emilio Wagbar back at it once again. And you're now tuned in to the sounds of the Mid Morning Rush Show right here on Kawanje Media TV. Much love to everybody out there that's tuned in and watching this right now. If you haven't done so yet, please make sure you go and follow us on IG at EJP underscore entertainment to stay up to date with everything related to EJP entertainment. We started the show off here today with a little international flavor. 
with the Malaysian princess of K-pop. And that one right there was Shermaine Cole with her single Montage. Those of y'all out there, if you was paying attention, if you was listening to the Mid-Morning Rush show last year, 2022, she actually did appear as a guest on this platform, folks. So if you haven't done so yet, if you had not had the chance to go and check out that discussion with myself and Charmaine, it is available now on our SoundCloud page at soundcloud.com forward slash nonstop dash radio dash show where you can check out all different episodes of both the nonstop radio show and the mid morning rush show and we even thinking about putting the emilio wegbar show over there as well in audio format for those of y'all out there that would like to go check out past episodes we're going to put those over there as well too so definitely stay tuned and for those of y'all that like the visual side of what we're doing with this platform then do me a favor and make sure you go and subscribe to our YouTube channel at EJP Entertainment. We're currently sitting at about 85 subscribers. It's a new channel, so we're looking to get that up to about 100 before the end of this month, man. But we can't do it without you, so please make sure you go over there, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're going to be putting out content as much as possible anytime we get guests. And we're going to also have some other things that we're going to be doing as well. So definitely go and subscribe. It's EJP Entertainment. Definitely like and share the videos with your friends and help us reach that 100. By the summertime, we're trying to be well up to 1,000. So it's possible. It's definitely possible. But we need your help out there, ladies and gentlemen, to make that happen. So please, make sure you go subscribe to the channel and definitely show us that love. But here today, folks, we got a really good show in store for y'all. As we have a special guest that's going to be coming our way and from out of... Clayton, North Carolina, folks, we're going to be welcoming to the show, my man Dollar Bill. You definitely don't want to miss that, man. He got a brand new single that he's going to be premiering here on this platform as well, called House on the Hill. So definitely keep a like and stay tuned, folks. But with that being said, let's get back into the music. And since we started off on some international flavor, how about we do the same with this next record, man, and take it across the pond one more time and bring back Elizabeth Hayes with her single called Magical. Want to say shout out to every Everybody in the UK right now and everybody tuned in and listening to the Mid-Morning Rush show right here on this platform on Kawan J Media TV. Definitely keep it locked and stay tuned, folks. You already know what it is. Let's go. Don't touch that dial. It's the Mid-Morning Rush show with Emilio Wagbar. No playing pretend Started that fun Started that lunch Started that with no one trying to run We both play two parts in this game Failing the level each other to save We had only one life left to give Cry too many tears over past lives we live No, we won't lie to each other Won't hide, no, we won't cry Won't get off of this ride but that's where it belongs Yes, we can hold on if you play alone So let me tell you about it Let me tell you about it Let me tell you the way you make me feel about it Cause I love the way you tell me that I'm beautiful Wonderful Magical Let me tell you about it. 
gentlemen up next we got a little atik and rose for y'all and this one right here is called genie in the bottle shout out to everybody tuned in and watching us right now on the mid-morning rush show here on kawan j media tv keep it locked
It's the mid-morning rush, rush. on your speakers. Keep it locked. DJ Quan Radio. Where hip-hop lives. Drop it. Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musically 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or a publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects. And that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. Don't touch that dial. It's the Mid-Morning Rush Show with Emilio Wagbar. DJ Gilly. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Once again, it's your boy Emilio Wegball. And I would like to say thank you to each and every one of you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to tune in to yet another presentation of this show. And if you haven't done so yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you go follow us on IG at EJP underscore entertainment to stay up to date with everything related to EJP entertainment. And for those of you that would like to check out the video content of this platform, then head on over to our YouTube channel 
channel at EJP Entertainment. Be sure to like and share the videos. And if you happen to like what we do, please consider uh, excuse me, subscribing to our channel. We would greatly appreciate that as well. But with that being said, folks, we are at the point of our show where we are now joined by tonight's special guest calling in on the line from out of North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, by way of New Jersey. Please help me welcome to the show Will Francis, a.k.a. Dollar Bill. Dollar Bill, what's good, man? How's everything? It's all good, man. It's all good in the neighborhood. Um, yeah, I'm up here. You know, I'm up in my house right now. I'm just chilling. Chilling in my, like, rehearsal room where I do recording stuff and interviews. And it's a cool atmosphere, cool vibe. Definitely looking forward to um, another interview. And um, a lot going on. A lot going on with music and, and, and new music and stuff. And, you know, trying to, you know, do some promotion. And that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's busy. Busy, busy. Busy's good. Hey, you're right about that one. Busy is definitely good. If you're not busy, you're not working hard enough. So definitely salute to you, man. So first question I would like to know, and I'm pretty sure a lot of my guests out there that's listening right now that would like to know as well, what part of New Jersey are you from originally? Originally, I'm from northern New Jersey, all right? Um, I was born, like, I... I wasn't born in New Jersey, mm-hmm. but I, well, actually, I wasn't born. I wasn't born in my my hometown. I was born in New Jersey. I was born in Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Okay, okay? which is um, which is northern New Jersey. But I grew up in West Milford. Okay, and then I um, as I got older, I moved to um, Clifton, Clifton, New Jersey, which is um, near Newark. Okay. It's near the Meadowlands and um, all the highways and stuff like that. It's a pretty busy area there. And then 13 years ago, I moved to North Carolina. I moved to Raleigh, North Carolina. Now I live in Clayton, North Carolina. Okay. So how do you like the transition going from north to south, man? How has that worked out for you, man? Do you enjoy being down south now, or do you still from time to time get homesick in Miss Jersey and all that? Oh, definitely, man. I definitely get homesick sometimes, you know. I miss, you know, because all my family... And then friends and people are, are still there. They're in, they're in New Jersey and New York. Okay. You know, so right now I don't really have any anybody close or related to me down here in North Carolina. And so I do get homesick. I love to like sh- do shout outs, you know what I mean, for, mm-hmm. for where I grew up and from New Jersey and stuff. And I miss the pizza, the bagels, the diners. <laughs> All that type of stuff, man. Yeah, spoken like a true northerner. You know, they always say the 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 way to find out where somebody's from when they go down south is if they ask for pizza and bagels. That's the one thing New York, New Jersey is known for. So I definitely do appreciate that, man. So, like, what made you want to move to North Carolina? You know, you said you're down there by yourself and everything. So what prompted that change? Yeah, it was actually... um me and my wife, me and my wife moved down to um, North Carolina. Okay. And the reason, the reason why was because we wanted to find, originally we wanted to find a more affordable way to become homeowners, mm. you know, because everything is so expensive up north. Right. You know what I mean? And you get, you don't get as much, you know, for the money as you do here in North Carolina. Mm. And the other reason was em- employment opportunities because I was working in the healthcare industry at the time, you okay. know? And, and then I became a corrections officer down here. That's my day job. You okay. Know? Yeah. So, so I, yeah. I can understand that when, you know, up here, you know, New York, New Jersey, man, you know, you buying a house, you want to put your grandkids in debt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause like yeah. you'd be paying off that house forever unless you like filthy rich. And I know none of us right now are filthy rich, man. So I definitely understand it. We actually considered ourselves moving to North Carolina at one point. It's still on the table. You know, it hasn't been taken out of the discussion yet. So, you know, what were some, what would be some good places you would recommend, you know, for somebody, you know, from the New York, New Jersey area moving down there? What, what would you recommend? Well, um, food-wise, okay, I could, we'd start with food, okay? Okay. Definitely, there's some really good barbecue. Mm. They're really big on barbecue down here, like chicken and pulled pork and, you know, mac and cheese, mm. hush puppies, you know, sweet potato fries and, you know, collard greens. And stuff like that. They're, that's the kind of food they, that's really like popular food down here, you know? And there's a lot of good like barbecue places. 
and that kind of thing. And um, there's also some very good, um, I haven't seen really any diners like we're used to, you know, up north, mm -hmm. but they do have other like little boutique restaurants that okay. specialize like, like in breakfast, you know, Briggs. Briggs is one of them. If you if anybody ever comes to Raleigh, you go to Briggs, you know, for um, like breakfast and that kind of thing. That's really a good place to go. And there's also the Metro Diner. They call it the Metro Diner. And it, it somewhat looks like a diner a little bit, but it's more like a restaurant, though, mm -hmm. you know. But they have really great, really great chicken and waffles, man. Nice. You know, and of course, if you want like if if you want anything close to the diner experience, you're gonna have to go to like Denny's down here. They have oh, Denny's. Okay. There's a lot of them down here. You know what I'm saying? And they're open like 24 seven. You know? Yeah. And um, you also have IHOP too. Okay. You know, IHOP is down here too. Yeah. But um, if but if if you're ever in Raleigh, like if you ever come down to Raleigh, definitely check out. Um, the downtown, the downtown like eateries, because they have eateries, they have ale houses. Um, they have a place called World of Beer. You know, it's just oh, wow. a beer place. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, and they have like live music there and stuff like that. You know, and it's just like a beer sampling place where you can just go and chill with some friends or whatever. You know, mm. that sounds like something you would see like on the Food Network. You know, on some Guy Fieri kind of exactly. you know TV show or something like that. Because he got a show that he yeah. does called yeah. Diners, uh, Drive-ins, and Dives, where he go and explore you know various you know spots around the country that people wouldn't think of to stop and eat. You know, when it comes to like Denny's and IHOP and all that stuff, it's okay. You know, it's a franchise and everything like that, so yeah. it's not the same as you know those good old mom and pop you know diner places and those hole in the wall spots yeah. so I definitely understand that yeah and, and if you want to get something close to a New York slice of pizza mm -hmm. down here you gotta you gotta go to a place called New York Pizza okay. and that's in um, Nightdale Nightdale North Carolina it's in uh, Midland Shopping Center okay. it's right off of um, Nightdale Boulevard okay. yeah cool so I, I was, I was... I had to... I'm sorry go yeah. ahead I just said they had the, you know, they had the oversized pizza slices there, you know, okay. and, they're, and they're pretty good. Cool. Okay. See, I thought you was going to say something like, you know, recommend something like Pizza Hut or Domino's. I was about to say, come on, man. How dare you? That's blasphemous. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I'll just mess with you. <laughs> nah, it's all it's good, a, man. It's but... a thick, but it's not a recommendation, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, cool. All right. Be, be still my beating heart. Okay, I got you. No doubt about that. All right. But, you know, with that being said, man, we definitely do appreciate the recommendations and all that good stuff, man. So, you know, getting into your music, you know, I understand that you just really started getting into you know exploring your roots as a hip-hop artist you know mostly what you grew up listening to was mainly like you know rock and you know those type of genres and stuff like that what made you want to get into hip-hop actually um i got into hip-hop when i came down to north carolina when okay. we first moved down here um i knew what hip-hop was and i've heard it before and you know i've, I've listened to it but like when i came down in North Carolina, a lot of people were listening to it. A lot of people that I worked with mm -hmm. were listening to it. I was hearing it in the cars. I was hearing it in vehicles. I was like um, hearing it in the neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I took in, like I got into it because I was taking, I was taking in like um, imagery or whatever or stimulus from my environment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And some of the things I was seeing actually around me right mm -hmm. i was hearing in these songs in these hip-hop songs and stuff like that and i was putting two and two together you know mm -hmm. and i'm like wow that's what they're talking about you know wow you know and then i started you know seeing some of the imagery and some of the different themes of the of the artwork and, and all type of stuff and and um you know i kind of as as a hip-hop rap artist you know a lot of it was at first it was visual and it was also listening, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, what happened was, is I started, I, you know, I, I was doing singer-songwriter material when I came here, right? Mm -hmm. And I was working on this one song, and I was working on the vocal and the lyrics and stuff like that, and I couldn't get the vocal right, you know what I mean? For whatever reason, I couldn't get the vocal right, so I got frustrated, you know? And 
I just took the lyrics right from that song mm -hmm. and I just started speaking. I started speaking them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just doing like a spoken word thing where I was like rhyming, doing the rhymes that were in the song and everything, right? And I just started doing that a couple times. And then I was like, just for the heck of it, you know what I mean? Let me record this over the instrumental track that I had, right? Mm -hmm. So I recorded it and I played it back. And I was like, you know what? Not for nothing, man. But that's, this sounds like, this sounds like some of the music I've been listening to recently, you know, which was a hip hop music. And I was like, you know what? This sounds better than the original. So I kind of stumbled, I stumbled into hip hop and rap kind of on accident. Mm, you know, I got you. And, and, that, and that was, you know, that was, you know, the beginning of that, you know, and, and then of course, once I listened to it and kind of liked what I was hearing, I was like, I started speeding up the, you know, speeding up the flow, you know what I mean? And, and the words and, and the, and the rhyming and that kind of thing. I started speeding it up. I put a little more energy into it with my voice, you know, and I recorded it and played it back and played it back. And I was like, all right, man, this works. And I was like, okay. And then I was, I was, I was working at the time too. And, and I had a friend that I worked with and he would always come into work and first thing in the morning, right? He'd start rhyming. He'd start rhyming and doing, you know, spitting a couple bars or whatever, you know? And one day he came up to me, you know, and he spit a bar at me, spit a rhyme at me. Right. And he was waiting for me to come back with something, you know, mm -hmm. and I did, you know, I came back with a little rhyme and a little, little, a little flow, you know, mm -hmm. and we started doing this back and forth, like every day, like when we came to work and stuff like that, we would do this back and forth with each other. Right. And then one day he came in, he, we did it. Right. And he walked back to his department where he worked and stuff like that. And as he, as he's walking back, he was like, Donald Bill, what's up? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I got that name. That's how I got that name, actually. You know, okay. I got that from him, you know, because he, he gave me that, he gave me that name because we started doing those like rap offs and, you know, doing the freestyling and that kind of thing and rhyming off of each other. Mm. So that's how I got into it. Okay. So like, who are you listening to? Like, who are some of the hip hop artists right now you find yourself listening to? I've listened to Eminem, Dre, um, Fat Joe, uh, Dime P, you know, there's Kendrick Lamar. Uh, there's a, you know, quite a few Ice, Ice Cube, you know, like from the 90s, you know, like two, 2000s. Um, of course, yeah, I've listened to I've listened to Tupac. I've listened to um, um, Excalibur, you okay. know, and you know, he has kind of a hard, deep type of voice and that type of thing, you know. So I've had quite a few, quite a few influences, you know, like since since I got into the genre. You know what I mean? I've had a lot of West Coast too. Mm. So a lot of my a lot of my songs have a West Coast kind of vibe to it like the instrumentals mm -hmm. and the sound and just the kind of vibe and the you know beat and stuff like that kind of have a west coast influence because i am somewhat from the west coast because i was in the military okay you know and i was on the west coast i was in san diego california and um i picked up some of my influence from there too okay you know Cool. So I take you like more so the traditional, well, not really traditional. I would say more so like the old school type of hip hop. You don't really listen to a lot of what's being played nowadays on the radio, do you? So not a whole lot. No, no, not a whole lot. Um, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm influenced a lot by a lot by the 2000s. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the early, like 2000s, mid 2000s. You know mm -hmm. that 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 kind of hip hop, and um, I just kind of fell into that. You know what I'm saying? I kind of fell into that that kind of sound or that that type of um, uh, that type of um, style, mm -hmm. if you want to call it a style, um, just based on the compositions I started doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And there's, I mean, there is one song like right now that's current that's being promoted like heavy and that's house on the hill and that song okay is different than any of the other songs that i've done and i think it, i think it does have a, a more of a modern 
maybe modern hip hop or pop feel to it because reason being is because I do like three different vocal styles mm. in, in the song. I do a spoken word. I do a lo-fi, like a lo-fi rap in there. And also I sing, you know what I mean? I do like a, a melody mm-hmm. in the chorus, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. So, and, but with the, you know, vocal styles, fusing that with, you know, fusing that with hip hop, personal hip hop, and also, you know, the theme of, you know, getting your queen or your girl or your wife or whoever, that house on the hill, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, and impressing them, you know, and doing things for them and stuff like that. It's kind of, I think, what makes that song stand out. It makes it more, I think, more popish or more like uh, modern hip hop, you know? Mm. So now, are you responsible for all of your own production? Like, do you produce and make all of your beats and stuff for you? Or do you work with somebody else that help you put you know all your songs and stuff together um no i produce i I write record and produce my own music right now you know okay um but however the beats the beats that i have are leased they're leased they're under like you know a lease agreement okay and contract type of thing Mm. yeah now let me ask you and this is some oh go ahead go ahead my fault i didn't know i cut you off my fault no, I was just saying. Uh, I was just saying that the least um, that the instrumentals, the instrumentals are least, you know. And um, I don't, I don't compose my own beats. Okay. Now, what I was going to ask you, and this is something that you know is very interesting to me because I know there's a lot of artists that go the route of leasing beats. Like, how do you really feel about that? Because, you know, like, I understand if I'm correct or not, I understand that leasing beats, when people do that, you know, the beat that they're using can actually get sold to another artist if they decided they wanted to buy the beat outright or whatever the case may be. So, like, how do you really feel about that, knowing that you're using a, a beat that you know, that could possibly get sold. Somebody could actually buy the license to it. And then you may have to, you know, rechange the song that you did. They, yeah. You're saying that if, that if I, if I, if I have that beat unreleased myself, then another artist can come. Right. Yeah. And lease that beat, put their own song over it. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what you're saying? No, they can actually yeah. buy the beat outright. Like if, like what, what a lot of producers, what they do is they lease the beats, meaning like you may be, you know, lease this beat. Somebody else may be leased the same exact beat. And then you may have like 10 other, you know, artists that have the same type of beat but they're using but they got different songs to it but you could also have an artist that comes and actually buys the licensing right to that beat so therefore now this person owns the beat outright and then if you play it they can kind of like get you for like you know copyright or for stealing the beat or whatever the case may be like I wonder like how do you know artists like that how do you feel knowing that there's a possibility that somebody could actually come and buy the beat outright or knowing that there's other artists that use that same beat yeah, as a, I guess as as an artist, I would I would feel if that if that, if that happened to me, mm-hmm. right? I would feel like I would feel like the song that I wrote, or you know, and the lyrics and the voice and everything that I wrote over that beat, I would feel like it would it would be stripped. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like I would have to like it would be stripped. It's like I would I would still have that. I would still have that song and those lyrics and that whole thing, but I would have to find another beat. You know what I'm saying? I would have mm-hmm. to find another instrumental to use, right? And I would have to do, I would have to rearrange it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'd have to go back in the studio. I can tell you right now, tell you right now, it would be a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That would be a lot of work to you know, have to do that. And then, then there's the whole thing of, you know, mixing and mastering and, and then promoting it mm-hmm. again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. and stuff like that and it's risky you know to answer your question in, in a short sense it's it's pretty risky when you're when another artist can come and buy the beat outright you know and mm-hmm. basically put your song on a shelf mm-hmm. because they own it or whatever like that yeah it's, it's definitely risky and you know ownership you know Ownership of the beats. That's that's when it's like if 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 you can if you compose your own beats, right? If, mm-hmm. if, if, if I compose my own beat, right? It's like it's like composing my own song. You know what I mean? It's like a craft. 
You know what I mean? And I could, I could, I could copyright that. You know what I mean? And have ownership over it. You know what I mean? But when you lease, it's true. What you're saying, what you're saying, you bring up a good point. That's a really good point, and it's important. I think for other artists to hear that too, as well. You know, um, because that can happen. That's a, you know, that's a that's a possibility, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, hopefully it won't. I mean, I'm pretty. I mean, if it did happen to me, I mean, you know, I'm pretty crafty. I guess you know, I could, I would be able to like take my song and lyrics and idea and all that stuff and, and do something else with it. You know what I mean? Right. I'd be on. I would go on. I'd go on overdrive if that happened today. You know? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever considered, you know, like actually getting into producing your own beat so that way you won't have to worry about the possibility of somebody coming along and purchasing the song outright? Yeah, I mean, like I said, like I'm, 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 I'm always open. I'm always open to, to that type of thing, mm-hmm. and also like, like working, working with others and collaborating, and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, if, if like I, I've been so busy, like I've been so busy uh, uh, writing songs, you know, mm-hmm. and composing them, that kind of thing. So my focus, my focus for so long has been on, has been on lyrics, melody flow rhyming you know that type of thing and composing it you know along with an instrumental that's already been created mm. you know what i mean i've been doing that been doing that for a long time you know so i i certainly would have to switch gears a little bit and you know um focus on that part of the craft you know what i mean mm-hmm. composing beats and that type of thing i mean i know people do it you know and i know i know there's a lot of good software out there you know and it's pretty user friendly mm. it's just a matter of having having the time to do it and also having the creative drive you know what i mean and having you know the inspiration to do it and that little fire that's underneath us you know Mm-hmm. I definitely understand that one. And, you know, with that being said, you know, I see, you know, in the November, you know, 2022, you put out, you know, your three song EP title $3. Now, with that one right there, what was the process you took in putting that together? And what has been the response that you've gotten from people that have listened to it? Okay, um, <clears throat> the process, the re- well, I'll start with the songs, mm-hmm. okay? Um, there's House on the Hills on there, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, that's my old recent track. You got Petty Cash and Making It. Okay. Right? They're, those two tracks, Petty Cash and Making It, are a little older, those tracks, mm-hmm. okay? But the reason I put three on there, okay, was because I went back in to some of my hip-hop tracks, right? Mm-hmm. And I went back in to remix them and maybe to try to reinvent the vocals a little bit and try to put another spin or another vibe or sound on it, right? Mm-hmm. And those three songs, the effects that I used and the, the processing that I used seemed to work the best on those three songs. Okay. So that's why I did that. And... um the other thing too is it's kind of a concept. Um, if you look at the if you look at the artwork on it, right, you have the George Washington face in the middle, mm-hmm. and you have a little face on the side. You know, you have this little um, that is little image on the side on each side of the George Washington face. So there's like three there's like three images there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it splits into three parts. The George Washington face puts into three parts and that's kind of how I came up with the visual and the concept of three dollar you know mm. and the reason I call it dollar was just because you know my first name stage name is dollar you know dollar bill and stuff like that so I just put made it three dollar okay that's very really interesting like I that. also see that you have you know another version of three dollar on SoundCloud that actually features a bonus track yeah, that's that's plus the U-turn. Okay. Yeah, that's an that's an older track. That's actually probably the oldest one on there. Actually, it's not old old, but it's it's older, you know, mm-hmm. than the other you know the other tracks on there. And that's that's West Coast inspired mm-hmm. that track, right? A lot of the lyrics and stuff, and just kind of the sound. It has like a, a trap beat to it, and there's this flow and and the lyrics and that type of thing are very kind of West Coast. And um, that track actually was inspired 
when I first came to um, North Carolina, I the first place I stayed, the first place I stayed in North Carolina was called the Wake Inn. The Wake Inn. That's an old motel, right? And I was looking at a house or I was closing or something like that, right? I had to come down here from New Jersey, you know? And I come down, right? And I'm in the Wake Inn. And I'm there uh, just a day or two, right? And when I was when I was leaving, right, I was trying to figure out how to get to the other side of the road and head back the other way. I didn't know how to do it because down here in North Carolina, they don't have jug handles like they do up north. Right. Where you, you where they have traffic lights, you know, and you can switch and cross the highway and get on the other side. Mm-hmm. What they have in North Carolina are turn lanes. Right, mm-hmm. they have turn lanes where you you can just you can just signal, go to your left, and, and you know, and, and just go into a turn lane. There's no traffic light or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. As long as it's clear, you can go. You know what I'm saying? So I was at the hotel checking out. Right, I was at the motel, and I was talking to the clerk. I'm like, I'm like, you know, not for nothing, but how do I get to the other side of that highway over there? Because there's a median, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's what I said to her, right? Right? And there was this gentleman standing next to me, right? Uh-huh. Right? And he, he had long, <laughs> he had long dreads, you know. He had long dreads, and he looked at me, right? <laughs> he looked over at me, and he was like, he's like, just bust a U-turn, you know. And that's where I got the inspiration for the song. <laughs> <laughs> that had to have been a, a that giveaway when you asked about that one because you know in New Jersey they have the jug handles and also in New Jersey which is something I don't understand why but you know they don't have left turns as well so I'm pretty sure that was like a deck giveaway to them down there to let them know that you was from up north <laughs> yeah I mean there were three yeah there were three things like three things right away that gave you know that gave it away you know what I mean <laughs> the way I say coffee give me a cup of coffee you yeah. know that was one thing that gave it away. The other thing is they thought I was in the witness protection program. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> what, you checked yeah. in on there an assumed name or something? Like, how did, yeah, they, how did they know, think that you was in witness protection? But the people, right, the people that, you know, the people that live down here that are native, right? Mm-hmm. Right? They're like, you in front of around here, are you? You know? <laughs> right? And then right away when they see you, you start talking to them, right? And they hear your accent. They know you're not from here. They know you're from up north, like you said. You know. Then they start joking with you and everything. You know. Yeah. And it's all good. I get. I got a joke for you here. Listen to this one. When I first came down to North Carolina, they told me I was a transplant, right? Uh huh. And uh, I was a transplant because I'm from up north, and all the people that come up down here from up north are transplants, right? Then they told me. Once I lived here for six years, I became an implant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what's up, yeah. man. It's a good thing that they accepted you coming down there and everything like that. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I hear the hospitality is real good down in the South. Yeah, it's all good, man. It's all good. Like, you know, like where I'm living now, like down here, you know, it's getting very crowded down here now. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people come down here. And I've seen a lot of things change, you know, mm-hmm. over the last, you know, 13 years or whatnot. I've seen, you know, um, you know, there's been a lot more, a lot more building and development and, you know, things like that. A lot more jobs. There's a lot more businesses. You know, there's a lot of things. I mean, where I'm living right now, you know, the place I'm living in right now, where I'm sitting, used to be a farm. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like woods or a farm like, like six years ago. You know, seven years ago or whatever, you know, so it's like, you know, but like I said, I got into, you know, I got into, um, I got into the hip hop rap genre down here though. I have to, I have to credit North Carolina with my roots when it comes to that. Okay. Definitely. 
Yep. Much respect to North Carolina. Like I said, I, ha- I hear it's a very great state. I've only been there a couple of times just passing through, even though I do have family that lives in North Carolina around the Charlotte area. But, you know, like like I said, it's something that, you know, is not off of the table when it comes to, you know, considering relocation and stuff like that. Because, you know, people are fleeing New York, New Jersey by the droves, you know, especially with the way things is changing from yeah. cost of living to everything else that's happening up here as well. So that's definitely a place I would definitely consider. But when it comes down to it with your music And you know when it gets to it Like what do you want the people to take away from your music When they hear it Yeah I definitely um, I definitely want listeners to um, Not only Not only vibe Not only vibe with the beat or the instrumental Mm -hmm. That type of thing But I want them to get some kind of a reaction From the lyrics as well You know it's either lyrics that You know they can relate to Right, mm-hmm. or it's a lyric that they just laugh at. You know what I mean? That they get a laugh at, they get a kick at. Like, where'd this guy get this from? You know, mm-hmm. type of thing. You know, you know, like invoking some kind of you know reaction or invoking like the senses somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, I got that you. kind of thing. So and, yeah, so and, and go ahead, go ahead. And the thing, the thing, yeah, I was just gonna say, like, you know. And a lot of, you know, a lot of the songs, like, have different have different cover art, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have different cover art for pretty much every song. And I think the cover art really kind of invites the listener into the song, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because it strikes kind of a curiosity, like, wow, this is cool artwork, you know? Let me check out this song, let me listen to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, so there's, that- like, visual and listening going on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, you know, you just put out your, you know, your three song EP, $3 back in November. So what is going to, you know, what can we expect going forward? Like what's next for you here in 2023? Well, something, um, something came up, something came up just the other day, um, regarding, I wasn't really expecting it, but, um, I have I have other music out there as well. You know, I have singer songwriter tracks, I have some rock tracks on my other Spotify page, which is Will Francis on Spotify mm-hmm. and YouTube. I have it on YouTube and also SoundCloud. But anyway, there's a song. There's a song that was just approved for radio promotion. Okay, and it's called and it's called She Got Game. You know. And it's like a rock track, you know, and I just found out the other day it was approved for radio promotion. So I might be doing some, a radio, a radio thing with that, you know, like a radio promotion with that song. Oh, nice. You know, because you know why? Because the reason why is is that, you know, the A&R person, you know, that I've been talking to, that I've been sending music to and everything, Mm -hmm. they're pretty selective. You know what I mean? They're pretty selective about the music that they play on radio, you know? Mm-hmm. So even though it's good, it might be good for playlists, it might be good for, um, you know, um, like, you know, social media or streaming and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It's not always radio friendly. You know what I mean? Got you. Or type of thing. So they tend to be kind of selective. So that's the most like recent like recent thing that I got going on right now going forward with the music. Now, what I'm hoping for here um, with this campaign that I'm doing now with the hip hop music and these songs is that I hope it, you know, I hope it um, creates some opportunities for me. Maybe opens a door mm-hmm. or um, gives me the opportunity um, to, you know, improve, you know, improve my craft. You know, improve what I'm doing because, I like I said, I, I write, I record, I produce, and mix and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm always getting feedback, and I've subjected, I've subjected a lot of my songs recently to feedback, and I've gotten a lot of good feedback, especially on, you know, those two, Petty Cash, Petty Cash on um, the EP. Mm-hmm. Um, when I put that new vocal on it, right. On the EP, I got some good feedback on that. And one of the comments that I got on it was, 
they were like they thought that the sound the, the song actually sounded diabolical you know because <laughs> <laughs> of the sound you know because of the voice you know and everything like that and it just kind of has a harder edge you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it has a harder edge with the vocal processing because of as opposed to the original version which is more of a natural sounding voice mm-hmm. you know but when you run it through a little processing though or whatever and you tweak it I mean, it's, that's what I was talking about before about kind of creating another sound or reinventing the sound of the vocals and that kind of thing. But um, anyway, I'm hoping, like I said, with this campaign, definitely, you know, for anybody or everybody that's listening, you know, just to absorb, just kind of take in and absorb the music and enjoy it and, you know, get something out of it. Get some kind of, get some kind of vibe or, or energy from it. So now, with that being said, for the people out there that's listening, that would like to, you know, hear more of your music, that would like to invite you to their platform, or even just get in contact with you just to follow you and even have a conversation with you, how can they make that possible? Yeah, they did. The best way, um, let me see, you can go to um, Will Francis, Dollar Bill. That's SoundCloud. You can go there. You can leave messages there. You can, you know, you can listen to music there. Um, trying to think of another way, of the best way. My best, best, best way right now is walking down twelve. That's my Twitter mm. account. Yeah, that's a good account. That's a good. I got a lot of music on there right now too. Twitter's probably the best way because you can message on there. I also have, I also have WhatsApp too, you know, and my Gmail, which is um, RobinWill05 at gmail.com. Gotcha. That's just my direct email right there. Um, let's see. So you got, and also YouTube. I have, um, I have two pages on YouTube. I got singer songwriter music on one page and um, hip hop videos and stuff like that on the other page. And that's at at Will Francis YouTube and mm-hmm. at William Francis. At William Francis. That's my for my full name. Got you. Got you. Well, man, we definitely want to say, you know, thank you to you once again for taking the time out to, you know, call into the show and to be our guest here tonight. We definitely do appreciate you. We definitely enjoyed the conversation. And in closing, you know, before we get ready to get up out of here, do you have any shout outs or any last words for anybody out there that's listening right now? Any shout outs? Just, um, just a quick shout out to, um, uh, you know, West Milford, New Jersey, Clifton, New Jersey, Raleigh, North Carolina, and of course, Clayton, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll leave you with, um, I'll leave you with, with um, the first couple verses of my House on the Hill, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a little freestyle on here if I can. Okay. Go ahead. Take it away, man. Let me see what I got. Close. I've been missing you. Have you been feeling it too? If you want to still see it through, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Get you that house on the hill. Gonna get you that house on the hill. Baby, get you that house on the hill. Get you that house where we can chill. Remember when we had no one, the struggle was real. We were under a machine gun. The bill collector had me on the run. The rent was due, had a peanut butter sandwich on a hamburger bun. When it was about to come undone, I realized you were that special someone. Get you that house, gonna get you a house. Get you a house. Gonna get you that house in the hill. Gonna get you that house on the hill. Gonna get you that house on the hill. Get you that house where we can chill. 
Hey, my man. Thank you for that freestyle, man. We definitely appreciate it, man. Definitely respect to you and to everybody else out there listening right now. And to the people that are tuned in and listening right now, definitely keep it locked and stay tuned. We're about to get into this single from Dollar Bill called House on the Hill up next here on the show. So keep it locked. It's your boy Emilio Wackbar, and we'll be back with much more right after this. Don't touch that dial. It's the Mid-Morning Rush Show with Emilio Wagbar. Have you been feeling it too? If you want to still see it through, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. Gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Once again, it's your boy Emilio Wagbar, and I would like to say thank you to each and every one of you for taking the time out of your schedule once again to tune in here to get another episode of the Mid Morning Rush show here on Kawanje Media TV. And with that being said, folks, that is our time for today. I want to say thank you to all of you once again for taking the time out of your busy schedule to check out this program. And I hope everybody out there enjoyed it as well. Definitely want to say shout out to the, our guest today, Dollar Bill. Be sure to go check out his single house on the hill. If you enjoyed that record, man, definitely get out there and support it and show love and all that good stuff, man. I want to say shout out to our sponsors over at RA Pure. I want to say shout out to everybody over at MJ's Hip Hop Connects, everybody at Blackfish Radio Promo Team and all of the dope, um, promo companies that be sending us music and all that good stuff man definitely shout out to all the artists as well that has been featured here on this platform but as we get ready to get up out of here just a quick reminder to all of y'all out there that you can check out today's episode plus some of your past favorite episodes of not only the mid-morning rush show but the non-stop radio show as well available on our soundcloud page at soundcloud.com forward slash non-stop Dash Radio Dash Show And be sure to head on over to our YouTube channel We're putting up a lot of video content over there as well For those of y'all that like to check out the video side of the equation Definitely go to our YouTube channel at EJP Entertainment Be sure to like 
share and subscribe to the channel man and hit that notification bell to stay updated when we're dropping brand new content coming your way but with that being said folks we're about to go ahead and get up out of here i hope everybody out there enjoy the rest of their day be safe stay dry wherever you are right now if you in an area where it's raining or if you happen to be in somewhere where it's cold stay warm and all that good stuff and i will see y'all again real soon it's your boy emilio whack boss signing off for the mid-morning rush show and until next time y'all all be safe out there you heard peace don't touch that dial it's the mid-morning rush show with emilio Wagbar. So the dollar's what I see. I'm even near you, don't even wanna hear you. Even if a bitch did Uber, I don't wanna steer you. But I ain't stopping till I push the number one. It was you, but now it's me. You done had your five. God, what's that smell? Man, no way she make it bounce. Call it insufficient funds. You trying to do what I do, I do. It's the mid-morning run on your speakers. Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musically 212 at gmail.com. This is non-stop radio. DJ Quan Radio with Hip Hop Live. Drop it.